I'm not a nerd. Nerds. Nerds. Nerds! I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to this week's episode of Nerdables. This week, Sony says no to Spider-Man. Harry Potter and the gang return. Netflix flips their format. J.R.R. Tolkien's last book has been published. Sharon Carter's next mission is impossible. Tony Stark returns to the MCU. And the Joker gets an eight-minute standing O. I'm R.A. Rain. You're do this in 90 minutes? Huh? All this, this in 90, 90 minutes? minutes? Yes. I don't think so. I'm R.A. Rain. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. Welcome, guys. Remember when we used to have like five people on the show? I know, right? Remember when we had like four people and two women and most everyone had been drinking? <sighs> yeah, and we put a comment asking if they wanted them back on the show, leave us a comment. <laughs> no one left a comment. No one leaves a comment anyway, so that's not a fair statement. That is true. That's, so, uh, you can't prove your point by... by <laughs> uh, what's the, the absence? Uh, absence doesn't prove a point. So Thursday we did a midweek episode since I was gone last weekend to Vegas for my birthday. Um, and we kind of hinted about Spider-Man. Because that day the president of Sony Pictures came out and said, No, sorry, we are closing the door to the MCU and Kevin Feige. That's not what he said. What did he say? He said the door is closed for now. Well, the door is closed. Which is now. a statement that has no bearing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a completely impossible. There's nothing there. Right. There's no definitiveness of that statement. I could have told you that the moment that the news broke that he was leaving Sony and Sony didn't want to do the deal and you had every door is closed for now when there's no deal in place. Right. Of course. You know we're we're watching football negotiations for. The running back who just scored for the Dallas Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott, and and the Dallas Cowboys are far apart for now. Yeah, he got his deal done. He has sixty nine million dollars guaranteed, and he's playing, and he just scored a touchdown. So, I think all of the possibilities that we've been discussing for the last two weeks since the news originally broke are still there. Yes, because the reality is, if Sony sells its film division, they can't sell the rights to Spider Man because if someone buys them the rights automatically revert back to Marvel. Now, here's what, here's a question I was wondering. Now, if we, let's say we started a, uh, a GoFundMe, and we raised $2 billion. Not wasting it on Spider-Man. <laughs> tell you that much. If we get $2 billion, we're going to space. <laughs> we'll build our own space station. <laughs> the Nerdable satellite is real, and we live on it. Okay, just just go Reception with me for a minute. Reception up here sucks. <laughs> just go with me for a minute. Call Direct TV. Can you get a can you get a signal up? No, no. Turn the satellite around. Yeah, no. It's got a point. We're, out. we're above you. Yeah, we're 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 past you guys. Um. Okay. Just just hear me out. Say we we raised two billion dollars or whatever and bought. We don't have anybody that leaves comments. Where are we <laughs> two billion dollars? This Say, is a much more interesting topic. Our, our one fan is very wealthy. <laughs> Well, that fan sucks, and we haven't seen any of that. <laughs> Say, okay. He's waiting for us to buy Sony. That's why. <laughs> we haven't given them a good enough offer. Okay, say we buy Sony, right? We buy Sony Pictures. If we buy Sony Pictures, we don't get Spider-Man. Spider-Man just immediately goes back. Even that's if it's, the contract. That's what it sounds like. The contract with Columbia. Because Columbia, Columbia was not owns purchased. the rights. Columbia merged with Sony. Right. Sony is the managing partner. Yes. If Sony were to sell its film division... Like Fox did. Right. 
let's say that if this was the same contract for all of the characters in the Marvel universe that hadn't been sold to Fox, um, oh, the X Men, yeah. Everybody. Then when Disney bought Marvel, no, that, I'm thinking of the wrong ways. Let's let's say Fox got bought by Warner Brothers. Correct. If that contract had existed for the X Men, we'll just use the X Men. The X Men's rights would have automatically gone back to Marvel. Yes, Marvel Enterprises, which is their publishing and everything else that's kind of under its own umbrella. Those rights go back to Marvel Publishing. Marvel Publishing is owned by Disney. Disney now has the rights. Correct. That's what would happen here, if the theoretical idea that people have kind of put out there, and I think it's a it's a possibility, is Netflix buys Sony's film division. That is a strong possibility. If Netflix were to buy Sony's buy it not merge with it not sony and, and netflix are now the same company because sony isn't just a film division that's the thing columbia was studio. just a columbia was just a studio so columbia merged into with a studio that sony had and made sony pictures and you know because we still see the columbia thing before and well you still see the mgm yeah. logo before because they, they still technically own the rights. so at those. the point in which the stu- because the this the the contract is set in a way that you can't use spider-man to sell your film division correct if i'm netflix and the contract states the contract comes with sony i'm paying a hell of a lot more than i'm just paying for sony right so if sony wants to get any money for spider-man if they if they get to the point where the president of sony Sony company, the corporation, the shareholders, the, the board, the, the executive price presidents or whatever, if they decide we're going to sell that division, their first phone call is to Disney, not to buy the film division because that's never passing Congress. Correct. But to say we will sell you Spider-Man because we have to get something for it. Because if they sell it, everyone in the film division at the top is going to get money from that. Mm-hmm. Corporation is going to get money from that. If I'm Netflix, you know, Let's say Spider-Man's worth. So let's say Spider-Man's worth a billion dollars just by itself. It's not, but let's just say the entire the entire the rights for Spider-Man and what you can do with Spider-Man's worth a billion dollars. Let's just say the cast of characters that go yeah. with it. So if I'm Netflix, I'm offering two billion dollars to buy Sony. Mm-hmm. I don't get Spider-Man. I'm offering a billion dollars. My my whatever Netflix could think of to to buy it, it's not going to be as much as people would think because they're not getting their most important product, and it's right. not Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> trailer is terrible. Oh my god, that was horrible. Um, but yeah, they've already said so, that I, the the biggest property or the IP that they have is Spider Man. Yeah, and that's bigger seen, than Ghostbusters. We've seen it's bigger than Ghostbusters, but that's something where Netflix would be interested in buying Sony because they would have the rights to Ghostbusters, right? Those types of things. It's not that Sony is worthless. It simply is if Sony decides to sell its film division, and again, this is what Fox did. Fox still owns its channels and this and that. Fox sold its film division and some of its TV division and stuff. It's a very complicated deal. But they basically said that type of entertainment is going. And the reason that they sold it is if you don't own your IP and it's a brand that exists in other things, they're tired of playing that game. They're just going to get destroyed by Disney. Right. Sony could get to the same point. Sony corporate. This is a, this is a company that makes electronics, you know. Well, Sony Japan. Yeah, that's what said, I'm saying. Which is the parent company. Said at one point when the first when the hacking first happened, they were in talks to sell Sony Pictures. So, people I've seen people online that discount the idea that Sony would sell its division. I think right now it's fifty fifty at oh. least, if not more. 
Because uh, Forbes magazine put out a uh, an article specifically about Spider Man, yeah. and they were talking about Sony Pictures, yeah. and they said within five years they could see Sony Pictures needing to be sold easily. Yeah, easily. because if again, if you're a corporation that this isn't your focus, this isn't the only thing you do. Disney's in the entertainment business. Disney doesn't make TVs. Disney mm-hmm. doesn't make you know motorcycles. Not yet. Do. They will. Yeah. Sony makes TVs. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Disney doesn't. Disney's oh, in the oh, entertainment yes. business. Okay. Sorry, buying I... Marvel, buying Star Wars, buying Indiana Jones, buying these types of properties mean something to them. If I'm Sony in Japan and I'm worried about making enough money selling TVs and computers, computers all phones, that, all that, yeah. I'm looking at a film division. That's not my passion. That's not what we do the best. We don't do entertainment as well as we do TVs. Get rid of that. A film division that's not doing very well anyways. Mm. And the fact that you have a company... In, again, I mentioned Netflix because Netflix is about to lose a content war mm-hmm. because everyone's taking content from them. There's no more Disney content, no more right. WB content, no more CBS content, no more you know NBC content. No more. We're all taking our stuff back. Yeah. The best thing for, for to do is to go find something and purchase it. They'll always have so. Especially since they're doing a lot of original stuff. Sony yeah. comes with its own studio. Sony comes um, with unlocked. its own studio. Everything's there. You can still make major motion pictures to put out. Mm-hmm. You now have a distribution service for your pictures that, you know, you, if you don't want to piss off Steven Spielberg again for whatever, why is Roma a best picture now? Think of it. Roma would have had a wider release. Oh, yeah. If they have, it was like, we're here. Just, hmm. we already have a, we already have a contract with AMC and Regal and this cinema and this cinema. We just put Roma out for a month. Mm-hmm. And it's out there and whatever, and it's on our network, it's on our streaming service right away. Well, even, even with that Forbes article, they were talking about how much Sony actually brings home after, say, a Spider-Man film, and we, and we even looked at this when we were looking at so the last three years, they've only had like three or four movies make it over the five hundred million dollar mark. We also got to three of them have been the Spider-Man movies, yeah. and one of them was an animated film. So, you know. You're looking at movies that aren't making over $500 million now, which seems to be the mark of a successful film. A successful mm-hmm. film is a profitable film. That's sure. People get wrapped up in that sort of thing. But here's the, the thing. problem with Sony is Sony keeps trying to make half a billion dollar movies, mm-hmm. and they're not reaching it. If Again, if I'm Netflix, I'm buying it not to make Spider-Man and the Avengers. I'm buying it to make a good Ghostbusters film. Right. And the fact that I get the three Ghostbusters films already. I get the cartoons, whatever, all that stuff, and that mm-hmm. gets to stay on. The real Ghostbusters was on Netflix. It got taken away two months ago. Yeah. Before I had a chance to watch it. Uh, but see, even like even like Spider-Man 3, which was its high, Sony's highest grossing movie for a long time. Which is the greatest thing that Far From Home did. It made from like 800 and something. Well, no, because uh, before that, after that, it was um, something else jumped it. Not just recently. And then Spider-Man jumped No, the in. fact that Far, Far From Home is now the highest grossing Spider-Man. Which is film, a $1.1 1. 1 was still, even after Homecoming, Spider-Man 3. The highest grossing Spider-Man. The highest yeah. grossing Spider-Man film until this year was Spider-Man 3. Because we all were like, this, this has been my point the whole time of that executives are never, they're reluctant to give this type of stuff up. Because the very worst Spider-Man film mm-hmm. was number one. For the longest time. For the longest time. And the worst. Which did it's a, slightly worse than Amazing Spider Man. Which 2. did eight hundred and some billion or million dollars. Mm-hmm. 
How much money do you think that Sony brought home from that? Not a lot. These com- these these studios don't make as much as you think. No, it was less than three hundred and fifty thousand yeah, like, or yeah. three hundred and fifty million. Yeah, yeah. So less than like a third. Think, think of, of it. it. He made three hundred and fifty million. Steven Spielberg made nearly thirty million dollars on Jurassic Park mm-hmm. alone in nineteen ninety three because of back end. Because all the stuff you you bleed profits in terms of your contracts and stuff, and that's why contracts. What your, you're your basically buyouts, doing your when you're marketing, when, when you're marketing when you are a company when you. You're doing these type of things. Your budget is not okay. We have two hundred and fifty million dollars in the bank. We're going to use it to make Captain America four. No, mm-hmm. we're going to make Captain America four by borrowing money. Right. On the idea, we'll, we'll pay Chris Evans now, but we're going to have to make that back. We'll pay the director. We'll pay mm-hmm. the Russo brothers now. We'll do all this, and then at the back end, this is what Peter Jackson and New Line Cinema was into, where New Line basically said. No, we didn't. We never made any money on Fellowship of the Ring, because we owed mo- so much money from the money we borrowed to make Fellowship, mm-hmm. plus paying you and everybody else. We didn't make a profit. Well, it's like so. There's no. There's no profit points. He had points, he had points. He had points not off points. of box off, box office. He had points off of profit. Right. And they their books were like, no, we lost money on Fellowship. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr.'s money came off of most of it came off back in. Yeah. We're going. Here's how much we'll give you, and, and it's whatever. To do the film. Here's what we'll give you points on the back end. Remember, he wasn't he wasn't even close to being the highest paid actor in Iron Man. It was Terrence Howard, right? And then I think it was Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. in terms of the money they were given up front for that film. Mm-hmm. So the for now is the, the the point. The president of Sony is basically saying the same thing we've already known. Here's my question, which is the door the door isn't closed and locked. The door's just closed. Right. And at the point when he gets a phone call from Mr. Hamashita in Japan and says, hey, we're going to sell your division. Okay, hold on. Click. Hey, Bob. Hello, Mr. Iger. How are you? How would you like Spider-Man for $100 million? No, you just sell it outright. You're going to sell the studio. Well, see, the original, the deal that that Marvel Disney went to them with after Far From Home was, we do 50%. You do 50, Mm -hmm. we do 50, and not only on Spider-Man... But we'll put we'll do the all the spinoffs you want to do, fifty fifty, and they can be in the MCU. But the problem was Sony. The biggest problem was Sony said we want the movie made now. Mm-hmm. We want no don't you're not waiting until phase That's five. Part of it. We want it now. We want you to make them faster. The thing is, what I get sick of this story is everyone vilifying Sony as the villain. They're like oh they're the bad guys. They should understand what's better. They own the rights. Mm-hmm. That's it. They're not the bad guy at all. If you're coming to me and going, hey, you're going to make a billion dollars on your next movie. We want half of it. No. We'll make it. Well, we know how to do it. But do they? Yeah. Because here's the because, thing. Because think of it. The only person that... Tom Holland's there because there's contract. You were talking about it. Yes. Tom Holland's there's contract. Mark Webb is their contract. The, uh, the casting. Yeah, the cast writers are usually freelance. Right. So you can make the same movie. But here's the question. If you make a pure Spider-Man film now, that's not in the MCU, that's not tied to, to Happy, not tied you're gonna, to... You're going to be shocked to find out how many people don't care. Do you because, think so? Because most of the masses aren't even going to understand that. Because I've seen... I, almost every time that Sony puts up a thread to the Spider-Man... Mm-hmm. Uh, fans, you hardcore see, fans. You see everybody, Hard, you know. Hashtag hardcore, save Spider Man. Hardcore. 
The, that that is the massively vocal super minority. Yes, but you do you think, think every, that might, everyone but, that went to see Far From Home is on that forum? No, is on that Reddit. But do you think that? Do you think? Do you think the majority of people that went to see Far From Home is on that Reddit or on that forum? No, no. But I think the majority of the fans that went to see that are Marvel and MCU fans. You have fans, massive amounts of people that still think that all of the Fox movies are Marvel films. Sure, I I, I get that. They don't care. If you put out a movie and it's the same MJ and it's the same Spider-Man and it's the same Ned and it's the same Flash and it's the same teacher and it's the same J. Jonah Jameson and it's Mysterio if he's still alive because that's a Sony contract yep. and you make that film. It's a bad film. They won't. Who knows it's if a, it's a bad film? You're let's making, say it is. But that's the thing is you're making assumptions based off of. No, I'm just saying. A, let's say Fox used to make good X-Men movies and then they stopped. And yes. then they made another good X-Men film in first class. Remember how much we hated X3? Oh, yeah. Fox ruined everything. And then we loved first class. And then we loved Days, uh, of, Future Days of Future Past. And then we were in uh, Age of Apocalypse. And then nobody saw Dark Phoenix. The idea that a studio is going to screw this up. It's not like when we go to see... When, when you have um, Snyder get Justice League, mm-hmm. where we look at it and go, he's made one good film for us. We, we only like one of his films. We only like two of his films. Yeah, I don't think a, a, a Snyder Justice League film is going to be any good. What have you. If you're telling me Mark Webb and Tom Holland and Zendaya and Jake Gyllenhaal and um, why can I never remember the name who plays Judge Jonah Jameson? He has an Oscar for God's sakes. J.K. Simmons. Thank you. See, you're, not, you're much more kinder than I am. <laughs> yeah. J.K. Simmons. That, that film has, and Mark Webb's directing it, and he's helping to develop the story. That film has just as much of a chance to succeed as any of the previous two Spider-Man films. Do you, here's my question, though. Do you think... And then, yes, we're going to get three billion posts on Facebook. I don't understand why Tony Stark wasn't in that film. Yeah, I understand why... Why is not happy in that film? Why, why, was it, why yeah. didn't the Avengers show up when, when the Goblin was going to destroy the Earth? Yeah. And remember, they haven't even used the biggest Spidey villain. Right. You're going to make Spider-Man, you're going to make Tom Holland's Spider-Man directed by Mark Webb versus Venom. You think that movie's not going to make any money? Why would I split that in half with, with Disney? I, I, I see where Sony's side of this is, but do you think this movie will Sony get Sony is not the... People are coming out like, Sony's the villain. They're the bad guy. No, they're a business. They're, and they're coming if, across if, very if, greedy. If you came to me, if I'm doing the work... Um, or I'm getting the money, and you come to me and say, I want to split it 50-50? No. I'll do the work instead. I don't care. I'll figure it out. Look, it's, so it's not a singular It reminds talent. me of a high school student, student asking somebody to pay for them to do their homework. You know, hey, you, you do all the homework course, and I get the credit yeah, for but, it. Yeah, but when you're, in that scenario, you're under the idea that that high school student doesn't know how to do homework. Sony knows how to make films. Sorry, they do. My analogy was always this. Let's say you get a job somewhere, okay? And you're doing great. You're making your boss a lot more money because, you know, your your th- um, thought process and your tra- creative talents are so well done that you're making a lot of money for your boss. Then you go up to your boss and you say, hey, you know, I'm doing such a great job. We're doing so great with this project. I want some more money now. I want to raise. You want to raise. What does the boss say? And then your boss says, you know what? I know exactly how you're doing this. And so I can do it for myself. And 
you're fired. Do that to your boss. Yeah, that's what your boss is going to say. You're no, fired. exactly. No, I, that's, you, that's what the you thing You taught is. me how to do it, so Better, I can fire the, you. The more, the more apt analogy is I'm the head of a project. I've got 10 people behind me, and the project's making money, and I go to the boss and says, I want to split it 50-50. The boss says, I'm just hiring those 10 people. Those 10 people still work for me. You're fired. Mm-hmm. As the head of the project, thanks for those me ten what you people do. are still there. Mm-hmm. You go to those ten people and say, "Hey, the guy who's who's here." In this case, as Kevin Feige as a producer, let's just have it that way. I'm going to Mark Webb, Tom Holland, Zendaya, the 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 set decorator, the one, all the people that worked on Far From Home. I can go to all of them and say, "Hey, the only thing you don't have to do is tell Kevin Feige what you're doing. Make the same film." That's exactly what they're doing. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. So why is Sony the bad guy? Because we want to see Spider-Man in the MCU. He belongs Because they're in the, the ones that are coming off sounding greedy and seeming greedy. It's not, it's not even a just, business. It's not even no, just being that. greedy. It's just not, uh, it's not a fair situation in that sense. And I understand. It's a business. They own the rights. Have to be fair. They don't have yeah. to be fair. It just That's what makes them seem like the bad guy. It's, it, it's not seeming fair and they're to not, the fans. And they're not willing it? to work at it. You know, that's the thing. When Marvel gave them their proposal, we want 50-50... They didn't come back around with something different. They just said, no, we're as taking far our as ball we know. and going. As far as we know. But again, you know? we don't know everything with it. And that's it. This is, I said it when we first talked about this. This is the start of negotiations. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Of course, if, I'm, if, I, if you're doing something that makes me $100 and I get $100 from it and you come up to me and say, I want 50 bucks," the first thing I'm going to tell you is, no, it's my $100. Do you think that, that Disney would ever go to Sony and say, here's a billion dollars, give us Spider-Man? Billion? No. You paid $4 billion for the entire company. Right. The second part of it, which is what I wanted to talk about two weeks ago or whatever when we first did this, is one of the things what it feels like to me in, in, in terms of Disney. Disney didn't want Spider-Man just because of Spider-Man. They wanted Spider-Man in the Avengers films. Yes. So once they got through that, there's no Avengers film on the docket. We've seen the next eight films. And everything films. seems to be younger, going younger. It's not even that. There's no Avengers film on that docket. Right. There's no Spider-Man film on that docket. I think it's realistic, and nobody's pointing it out, to think that Marvel got what they wanted. And now, they don't care. They don't. They, there's no need for them to do films for Sony in order to use Tom Holland in their own. Right. Tom Holland's not in The Eternals. Tom Holland's not going to be in... I can't remember any of the other movies we're doing. He's not showing up in, in, in Doctor Strange. He's in, not in the board. Shang-Chi. He's not going to show up in Shang-Chi. So we got what we needed. Well, we, got, we, we, did, we did two good films that people loved, and mm-hmm. we didn't see any money for it. I was mistaken the whole time. I had said that Disney was paying for it or whatever. No, Sony, did, Sony paid for everything, and they got all the money back. It was right. just those people who were there. And that's the other thing where people are like, oh, it's so greedy or whatever. Those people still got paid. What it comes down to is Kevin Feige didn't get paid based off of box office. And now most people are saying... Yes, they got 5% of the box office. They got, no, no. Kevin Feige... Oh, no, as a producer, no. ...does not get paid based off of box office. People keep telling me Sony's greedy, and I'm telling them, this stems from Kevin Feige saying, I'm not doing all this work and not making any money personally right. from this. Because remember, the very first report was that Kevin Feige walked out. It was Feige that went to Sony and said, we're doing this 50-50 or we're not doing it at all. And Sony yeah. said, then we're not doing it at all. Because everybody else is getting paid. Everybody else in those films is under Sony contract, according to you, right? Yep. Tom Holland isn't on a Marvel contract. He's on a Sony contract. Zendaya's on a Sony contract. Mark Webb's on a Sony contract. 
Mm-hmm. And those contracts are all over. No. Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Tom Holland's is still... He's got two he, more. His, his contract to Marvel is over. He did mm-hmm. his three Marvel appearances. Yes. So, for all of these people now, you are you can even renegotiate your contracts. If I'm Tom Holland... Tom Holland's in the... It, it, to as, me, as much as he wants to cry and I want to do this... If I'm Tom Holland, I'm looking at Sony and saying, oh, you want to, you want to do... Uh, Home far from a uh, home far, far away. from the bathroom. Whatever. Um, I need more money. Yeah, because you ain't doing this film without me. Oh yeah, mm. he's we're I mean, gonna he's renegotiate our contract. He's, and he, we're he, not. He, and not only that, we're gonna renegotiate our points because you don't even have to worry about paying Disney anything anymore. Mm-hmm. So everybody, and it's a business. Everyone's. Greedy. Do you think the Spider-Man movie will make it into production? Before before it's settled between Disney and no, and because it's not on any docket, and as far as we can tell, no one's working on it. Right. No, but there also there... the the fact that Sony was so quick to want to continue the success for Spider Man, I could see it start at least pre production, maybe planning and things Here's like the thing, that. Here's though, that's a part of their thing. But as far as we can tell, it's going to take at least two years for this movie to be made, and it's not on any docket. And right. the fact that we haven't heard anything about anyone working on it. Before Guardians of the Galaxy 2 came out, James Gunn was on Jimmy Kimmel and said he had already started writing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Correct. We, the Russo brothers were writing Infinity War before Civil War. Mm-hmm. You know, these things, are you, we hear it when it's there. But see, here's the thing. We didn't hear anything before Far From Home and the lead up to Far From Home. I don't remember hearing Sony anything. Sony has to go out and find new writers. Not necessarily if the writers are freelance. Writers usually... As far as it I depends. know, writers aren't really under contract. Because the right, I mean, because the writers, when they're writing Homecoming and Far From Home, they're writing from within the Marvel universe. Yeah, but any writer can do that. You and I could get hired tomorrow and write a Marvel universe film. Sure. No, oh, God, it's going to be bad. Hey, I don't think so. Um, Oof. I just, I, it, it's one of those situations where. It's going to keep going. It, at some point, you're not, going to, you're not going to see a Spider-Man film it's, for at it's, least five years. I, honestly, it's going and to... I still believe I. If you want, if I put a dollar down, Sony sells Spider-Man back to Disney before they get bought by another company. Oh, they, I, that will happen. Yeah, I think uh, to me that has the greatest odds. But Bef- before we see another Spider-Man film, because mm, if this they is would have to. I mean, if the, if the top execs want to make some money. More money because that Spider Man's going to get thrown out of, of right, the deal. Right, but here's, here's anyways. the thing: more money. You're not guaranteed. To go back to your point, Mark Webb's hired Tom Holland. Everything Marvel, out of spite, puts up a big billboard in the middle of L.A. and says, "Just remember, this isn't ours." Right. There's no guarantee that Home Far Away is going to make a billion dollars. Well, that was my next okay, thing. But that's what I'm saying. There's a guarantee. If you go to Disney and say we'll sell it, we'll sell you Spider-Man for two hundred and fifty million dollars, and that two hundred and fifty million dollars does not have to turn around and go into any sort of production. You think it would go that low? If you're, oh yeah, easy. You're not. They just need money. <laughs> so if the rumor comes, if Netflix is attempting to again all conjecture, mm-hmm. Netflix is attempting to buy Sony, and Disney knows, I'm not paying anything. Right. Because all I got to do is wait until this is done. Yeah. Correct. If if I go to the people that know what they're talking about in, within the Disney room. If I'm Bob Iger and I'm sitting in a room of analysts and financiers and everything, how likely is it that Sony's going to be purchased outright by Netflix? Sir, 98%. Don't do anything. Because mm-hmm. all we got to do is wait until that final check is written 
and we get him for free. Right. If they want to do something quickly, and that's where I said their motivation to do another Spider-Man film is nil because they got what they wanted. If they were to have any motivation to go, we want to do the third Spider-Man movie. It means something to us. We want to use him in another film. I think one of the most important things in all of this is that there is not an Avengers film on that docket. Right. There's nothing on their docket that fits. Now, well, there, also wasn't, there also wasn't when Spider-Man first got purchased. Remember, a lot of stuff got moved mm-hmm. in order to do Homecoming. But as soon as we found out that deal, in the deal, we saw people admitting the motivation was the Russo brothers wanted Spider-Man for... for um, Civil War. Uh, no, for, for Infinity War. For Infinity, thing, yeah. Tony's entire uh, motivation to make the time machine work is Peter. Yeah. He balanced Peter's life and his own daughter. And if you take Peter out of it, the endgame makes no sense. Because yeah. if I'm Tony, I'm never working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm never working on it. I don't care. There's all of these people. You can keep making the argument that everyone is... All these other people deserve to have their lives back together. I'm Tony. I'm selfish. I'm an asshole. All of that. But when you watch Endgame, what it comes down to is him saying, that kid deserves a chance to live again. Mm-hmm. And so I have to do it. Well, we, it wasn't until he pulls out the picture of right. them together where he was like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. We, The Russo brothers got the motivation in their story that they needed. They don't need Spider-Man anymore. So right. Marvel can wait it out. Oh, sure. If, well, if, Marvel, said, if, if Marvel wants to do, if Marvel has this idea, like, we, you know what, we'd love to do a third one, and we'd love to do a third one right now, then yes. If Sony comes to them and even admits, Netflix is going to buy us in two years. This is going to start. We saw how long it took you to buy Fox. Yeah. It was like nine fucking years. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, um, we need like a, an actual, we need a dump button. Well, we're trying, we're trying to get that. We're, uh, we're getting to that point. Uh, if that motivation is there, then yes. If Sony comes to you and says, we'll sell you Spider-Man right now for $50 million. You don't have to wait until we get bought out. I think Disney would consider it. Yeah. Considering that they know if we make the film, if we make number three, there's a good chance we'll make that back. Right. In terms of profitability. Do you think another Spider-Man movie, the next Spider-Man movie, will make a billion dollars? No. I, do you think that the reason Spider-Man... Because remember... Homecoming didn't do more than, than, than three. three. And it took a long time to do what it did. Remember, we're right. like, boy, this movie didn't do very well. Oh, it's still number six. Eight weeks later. Oh, it's still it's still number five on the box mm-hmm. office list. Mm-hmm. Ten weeks later. It's still number six. Do Eleven you, weeks later. It's still number six. What the hell is this? Do you think that, and I, I, I'm leading you with this question. Do you think that the gotcha. only reason Spider-Man did as much as it did is because of Endgame. Yes, because of the, the, I'll give you the biggest piece of evidence. Iron Man 3. Yes. Iron Man 3 was the top Marvel film for like the longest time that wasn't Avengers because it was the very first film after Avengers. Now, you also had a, a year lead-in. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have it. We have Avengers. We have the, the Marvel film we've all been waiting for. <laughs> Wait another six years. We'll hold on. And they went a whole calendar year to finally get another taste of Marvel. And we said at the time, that was one of the biggest factors of Iron Man 3's success was that it came after Avengers. We got caught up in a year. Endgame is the most... Is well, you big, had... You, you have had, Endgame as the most... As the biggest box office of all time. Before that, you had Captain Marvel, which everyone was talking about for a variety of reasons and massively successful. It just it hit at that right time. 
It's connected to Endgame. Peter has a role in Endgame. Peter had a huge role in Infinity War. Mm -hmm. We get to see Peter again. We get to, what happens in Peter's life? What happens after he comes back? What's the snap? What's all? It all hits right there. And I think that's a big part of that box office. So I don't, whatever the third movie, if, even if Marvel were to do the third film in, because what's, what's, what's the time between Homecoming and Far From Home? Three years? Was it three years ago? No. It was no, it's 2007. Yeah, it was two years ago. It was 2017 because mm -hmm. it was when I had my surgery. Um, so if, if, if they release the film in 2021, Marvel releases the 2021 Spider-Man film. Because right now their calendar is only through 2021. Yeah, and it's not on there. Right. You could ostensibly, if they were to sell them, if they were to, to open the door again today and Bob Iger walks in and says, hey, 60-40, and Sony says, yes, yes, they could make a film by summer of 2021, no problem. That movie is not going to make as much money as Far From Home. Correct. I think Far From Home will be the biggest Spider-Man picture until tickets get to be $25. And then they'll be like, only half as many tickets sold, but it still made as much money. One <laughs> um, of the movies now costs you as much as going to Disneyland. <laughs> um, so, so we, we're going to switch from Sony Marvel to or Switch. Swatch? Swatch. Swatch. To, what happened to Swatch? That still exist? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Beth just bought one in Vegas a year ago. Oh. Um, well, Warner it. Brothers just bought the rights to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I was going to say, I thought they had the rights to Harry Potter. Well, they had the rights to Harry Potter, but they didn't have a right specifically for that book slash adaptation. Well, the the book is 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 the script. No, yeah, it's just the stage, which is the the, the stage musical. Two. What do you? Call, it's not a screenplay. What is that? What do you call? What do you when when it's a stage when it's a stage production? It's isn't a, there a specific name for the script? Like a script for a movie is called a screenplay, right? A stage play. Uh, I think it, it might be is. actually. Might actually be a stage play. Got something in my head. Kathy Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessary roughness. <laughs> you should probably use those AMC passes at some point. They're sitting up there. Oh god, we forgot about those. Oh, we should be trying to see uh, it with those. Um, the script for a play is still called just a script. Interesting. So I know if you write plays, you're a playwright. Instead yes, of a, a, you know, a screenwriter. screenwriter. So Warner Brothers bought the rights to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Potter and the Cursed Child. You could do it in To do it as a film. Do a film. With the original cast members. They well now here's the here's the thing when. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child first came out seven years ago or something. Maybe not that, that long. Is it? It's been, a, it's been a, maybe five years. Give me that. I'd give you five years. I wouldn't say seven. Whatever it was. Um, they, they said at that point, this will be made into a film after the Fantastic Beast. At that point, three films. Now uh, a Fantastic Beast, five films. And they said when it comes out, the kids will be at the the Harry, you know, Harry, Ron, and Hermione will be at the correct age that they are within the cursed child. Did you say Hermione? No, I didn't say Hermione. Hermione. Yo, Hermione. That's, that's Harry Potter. 
Oh God. <laughs> and that cursed child. Oh, that that child is cursing, all right. Oh, <laughs> oh, Hermione. Um, jeez. I think this is a great idea for two reasons. One, 2016. Was it really? Yep. Premiered in London in July 30th, 2016. Wow, three three years. Old. Three years. It seems way older than that. Uh, so anyways, when that first came out, they said that they were going to be doing the movie and, you know, they would make sure that the kids were, or it would be set at the same time. <clears throat> I think it's a great idea because one, you close out the Harry Potter books with, you know, this last thing because the Cursed Child's become a major hit. You know, it, it's, it's not like a normal play. It's a two, it's two parts. Like you go one day and then you have to go back the next day to finish it or something, or later that day to finish it. It's so so long. So it's you know been running in New York right now. It's in San Francisco. Every show has been sold out. It's perfect to do it. Not only do you to get to do this Harry Potter as a grown adult, you know, movie. Wrapping up him forever, I guess you could say. Possibly You're about not. the same point. Curse Child set 19 years after the end of the Harry Potter books, right? Which is where the oh, movie first Harry Potter. Jumps. Well, first Harry Potter movie was released in 2001, and Deathly Hallows Part Two was 2011. So it's only been eight years since the last time we've seen it. Now, the kids' ages, ages, right? But it's been 19 years. It's set 19 years after the final book. Yes. But the movie won't be... The, the actors will not have aged 19 years since the last film. I don't know. Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> smokes quite a bit, so... He no. may look at Well, that's what I said. You but can, remember... You can, use, you can use makeup to make the... Remember, those, yes. those movies were supposed to be... In theory... In, in, in linear time, they were a year apart. Yeah. But the they, they actually came yeah, out two years, or three so years yeah, it between. Been, it's six. would have been 2006. Right. So, so they were 12 13, when they first started. years apart. Yeah. Well, no, you just do it from the... If the films are, are yearly, the final film... What is this? Well, the, there'd be six films. Seven. Well, the seven films, but the, the two are one year. Correct. So that'd be 2006. Yes. Six years, 2007. Excuse me, 2007. So we have 12 years since then. And that's just right now, and they still haven't started a production. Well, they, that's right. They've also got... They're in production on the third Fantastic Beast movie, and they have two more. So you're yeah. looking at another... What, so it's those? also fueled by the fact that J.K. Rowling tweeted for the first time in six months of an image of a skull with the uh, the Slytherin symbol around it. And she said, sometimes darkness comes in unexpected places. And she would hashtag Harry Potter, hashtag Cursed Child. But there are other people that are, in, <laughs> that are saying that doesn't mean anything, which it probably doesn't. Um, when, but that when, came at the same time that they bought the rights. Yeah. Buying the rights may also be just to keep them from buying anybody else buying the rights. Do you think that could happen? Somebody I mean, they would they, they would have to have first option. They don't have I'm to. sure J.K. Rowling would do it. It depends. Out. It depends on how. But. If if the contract is, we have first option on a book. It's not a book. Mm -hmm. It's a stage play, even though it's it's done. It, it's adapted into a book, but the stage the stage script is first. So well, it's not even that the script literally was put into the you know, a book. Yeah, that's format. what I'm saying. Is if the language 
in the contract with Warner Brothers was we have first option on any future books. It's not a book. Right. So she would own all the she would own the rights outright to the stage play. Since the book's an adaptation, they don't have first option on it. It's a possibility. Right. But more than likely they're not gonna buy that if they're not gonna make a movie off of it. Yeah. Considering now they've done what? Nine movies. They're on their tenth literally in production on their tenth movie with with Harry Potter, you know, the Wizarding World, if you want to call it that. I also think that J.K. Rowling would also have the loyalty to pitch it to WB first. Or not WB, uh, Warner Brothers. WB. I, mean, I don't know. It's Rowling, WB, but Rowling could actually own the Isle of Britain. She has so much cash. Oh, she's ever... She's and she gives away most she of it. She gives oh, it yeah. away, yeah. That's yeah, the so thing. It's definitely something like, I don't really care what anybody else does. That's kind of been her point for a long time. Mm-hmm. Even outside of doing Curse Stars, I don't need to do anything. And I don't care what anybody else does. I'm just going to do what I do with all the money that I have. Well, that's why she, she started the, um, the, the, basically the Wizarding World. She changed it, you know, instead of being Harry Potter, yeah. she changed it over. And then she did Pottermore where, you know, short stories can be put up and yeah. different things, you know. So that way it can continue. But they could take the Cursed Child and the kids from it. And continue on with those those kids, you know, for who knows how long. Yeah, you know, and then at that time you bring in Harry, you know, Ron and Hermione, or Hermione as Chris, you know, and you can bring them in from time to time. You could even take like Luna or or um, Draco or some of the others and make them professors. I, at there Hogwarts. is one problem with all of this, and that is on September fifth, which I think is the same day that they bought. J.K. Rowling did tweet. I know a lot of people are, t- are, quote, I know a lot of people are looking for reasons to be cheerful today, but there is no truth, all caps, to the rumor about a Cursed Child movie trilogy. Now, she does say trilogy. trilogy. Well, everyone's kind of assumed that if they're going to do one, they're going to be a trilogy. Right. And there's also, look, even with as much money as she has, if Warner Brothers buys the rights, they can do whatever they want. Well, Warner Brothers did say that they want to continue on the Harry Potter franchise like Star Wars, like yes, Marvel. Yeah, like course. everything else that Disney has. Right. Quote unquote, how can we make more money going well, the, forward? Well know? they're looking yeah. at it they're looking at it going, how can we duplicate what Disney's done? What what franchises Did, do Warner we have? This is the only other studio that owns an IP that anybody cares about mm-hmm. because right. they have D C and they have Harry Potter. Right. Nobody else has anything that you're now looking at going, this is something I loved. It has all of this material outside of films as well. And I want more movies. Nobody else has that. Universal's Just, tried it with the Dark dark Universe and also with Godzilla. Those are the closest things. Yeah, but Universal can't get out of its own way to be like, look, if we want a Godzilla film, this is what we want. And even Jurassic open with, Park. Open with Godzilla. Open with eight other monsters and just let them kill each other. Stop putting humans in the movie. It's what I've said for Transformers for years. You really want to make a Transformers film that people are going to go all over? Get rid of the humans. Nobody gives a crap about humans. I loved Bumblebee. But if you give me a Cybertron movie with just robots shooting each other the whole time, that's probably going to be something more people are going to enjoy. As much as people like Bumblebee. What was it that they mostly talked about with Everyone just jerked off about the The Cybertron opening sequence in Cybertron, which almost didn't happen. They went back and they, they changed it to put that in there. It was originally supposed to open with on, on Earth where Bumblebee crashes 
and John Cena's there, and it's just that you know. But they changed it to give. Well, yeah, that. because I think originally they were also saying this is going to be a direct prequel to Michael Bay's films, and then you find out it's not. Once yeah. Put it out, oh, like, that's right. Makes any sense. Bumblebee was supposed to be on Earth since World War II mm-hmm. as a jeep, and they changed it. You know, they they were going to continue that on, and then they changed it to anyway. have the Cybertron opening. Anyways, yeah. is there a reason to do? Yeah, there's lots of reasons to do a cursed child movie, and they all have Benjamin Franklin's. Yeah, well, they've talked about doing a Harry Potter TV series set before Harry Potter with his dad and mom when they were at Hogwarts. That's a mistake. Doing that on their streaming app. Because especially when you sort of like, I think she cheated on Harry's dad. Pretty sure she did. I think her and Snape just just bumped. Well, no, Harry's dad was an asshole, and he basically you don't. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna do the TV series. Set it way back. Yeah. Kind of like Fantastic Beasts. Like, go either way back or way in the future. I agree. One or the other. Mm-hmm. Doing Cursed Child, if you can get everybody back, sure. Everybody loves Hermione. You know, everybody loves Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe and the Ginger. Sure. And they can be a major part of the film, but the focus of the film would be on their children mm-hmm. going to Hogwarts again. And if that works, I got six other films for you. Yeah. Watch these kids grow up. With wands and yelling stuff and blowing people up. Yep. And Galactus shows up and knocking in Galactus Namando and then he disappears. <laughs> Disney just goes, wait, what? Sorry. We ran out of ideas. So what you, I mean, you have Voldemort. So Breaking news. That, that Kevin meme, Feige and, and Warner Brothers. Kevin Feige's like, okay, Potter. I'm done with Sony. I'm going to go attack Warner Brothers. Yeah. I love that meme that's like, you know, Emperor Palpatine runs the galaxy. Uh, I can't remember the other ones. You know, like other villains and all the great things they do. And then they have Voldemort like struggled to take over a school of kids. <laughs> he literally doesn't do anything. No. You go through seven films, and you're like, there's really no conflict here. Most of the conflict is figuring out halfway through the series, going, oh, she's not going to end up with Harry at all. She likes the ginger. What? Where is it? Oh, he likes his sister. Oh no. This is this is weird. Wait, the little girl that had a, a crush on him when they first met, and she was like way younger than him. Oh, that would when they uh, there's blood on him. There's always blood on him. That's my, my moment. Not reading the books and knowing where where anything went. Yeah, I went like, oh, oh, that's cute. I get it now. Yeah, she likes him. Of course she would. He's the chosen one. Well, I am the. It's a good thing I am the chosen one. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, we're getting so much Harry Potter in the future. Because again, if I'm Warner Brothers, because you're also sitting there going, I got two lands I got to support. Mm-hmm. And I just watched Disney pay a gajillion dollars to open two places that have two rides and a bar, and everyone's losing their, their crap over it. I got to I gotta get, you got to get material out there. Speaking of which, the colors are different between Disneyland and California, in, uh, in Orlando. Yeah, because the, um, the bugs are less attracted to that other color. Is that what it is? Yeah. Huh. Oh. <laughs> like one of them is like you know uh, the, the sandy color. It's like you know that mm-hmm. it looks like you off know, white. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. The other is more the other of one an looks like orange. A yeah. Because <laughs> no. people come. Hi, Lord. What is Walmart here for? What do they sell here? Lightsabers. Sweet. How much is it? Two hundred dollars. Let's go home. Which was weird because how much is an ultra saber or the black series sabers? It's one twenty nine. Or no, the the ones that you buy like in a regular store, not yeah. not the Disneyland. They're like one fifty. Yeah. It's not much difference. 
it's like, an, it's like ten dollars more. But those you can't hit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also other people didn't know the other ones existed. Uh, yeah. It's just like when people go to a, a ball game the first time. Beers, how much? Have you been here for the last thirty years? Right. <laughs> or they go to Disneyland. I can't believe Disneyland's so expensive. Look at all the people that work here. You so notice it, how there's no trash on the floor? Let me tell you, that's expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're paying people twenty bucks an hour to walk around and pick up trash, and enough of them to keep Disneyland clear, who's full of idiots and kids. Oh, yeah. I finished my gum, mommy, and that's picked up immediately. Man, when there's when they get Roombas there, holy crap! Oh, I know. Just robot like, dudes. The, going, gee, gee. Well, that's the like droids the that they're gonna have yeah. <laughs> at Star Wars Land. Is they're just gonna be Roombas? Yes, that's the way they do it. <laughs> <laughs> just rolls over like why. Man, this 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 place is clean. Like the, like the uh, ones we saw at the mall. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We're not even moving around. Just driving um, by itself. So Netflix has decided to take. We don't know if all of the is it all of their no, shows. No, Netflix announced that some of their at least some of their programming will be week to week. Will be week to week instead of instead of a drop. Mm. And it does seem to be. You know, people are like, oh, it's because of Disney. Because so far, as far as we know, we were talking about this in our midweek show, uh, that Disney's offering, Disney Plus's offering will be weekly. We know The Mandalorian is. We know for sure Mandalorian. And we're guessing that High School Musical, the new class or whatever is. Um, Oddly enough, Screech is in it. <laughs> that would be interesting. High School Musical with, with Dustin Diamond. Don't really? they get him out of jail first? <laughs> Who owns, get, the, who owns the right? No, no, it's gotta be. It's gotta be NBC owns. Yeah, NBC yeah. Universal. Yeah. Yeah. If you can, if you can. Make when is that coming to Universal Studios? <laughs> <laughs> it goes. Where's the pop? They're doing the Friends pop up. Where's my pop up for Mr. Belding's office? They did that. And that pop up is they, crap. They did a pop up for yeah, they, uh, they the, the Max. Nah, the Max. Oh yeah, they did it for the Max. No, I want Mr. Belding's office. He, I saw the thing for, I saw the Friends thing. Yeah. It doesn't look like Central Perk at all. No. No. I think the couch is even the wrong color. What do I know? I didn't watch a lot of Friends. Um, it's an orange couch. Yeah. No, even the pop up for Saved by the Bell, it had Building's Office. You can have dinner in Building's Office. Really? Wow. I thought it yeah. was just the Max. No, it's the Max, the hallway with the lockers, and uh, Mr. Building's Office. Wow. And you, when you that. make a reservation, you can choose what room you want to have. And every dinner. single guy that walked in was like, huh, where's Kelly Kapelski? <laughs> 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 oh, that's the only reason I watched that show. I just masturbated to her over and over again. That cheerleader episode is the best. Anyway, what can I... Oh, the burger's $45? Cool. Uh, <laughs> that's Kelly to send it to my table? <laughs> she my waitress? Do they have the chick that's in Showgirls? I saw her boobs. <laughs> she had sex in a pool. It was awesome. Um, Netflix. Netflix. No. <laughs> um, through, the, through the thread, when we, when we were discussing this, one of the things that, that I said... In, and I thought this would be the, the reason you go to this is if you're ben, if you're doing a drop, a binge drop, all mm-hmm. your episodes at once, and they just did it with Dark Crystal, you better have a lot of new content because as soon as that binge is over, yeah, you, people are looking for something else. Well, we and, we did the calculation that you would have to have a new show each week, basically. Yeah, pretty because... much. In order in order to, if you have a show that's super popular, and it's week to week, then you have. A popular show every week. Right. We're two weeks into Dark Crystal, and we're already seeing people stop talking about it. Yeah. And in a world in which we're trying to get people to be connected and engaged and all this other stuff, it's funny because it goes all the way back to the point I made with Daredevil Season 1 versus Flash. 
first season of Flash came out, Daredevil came out within that first season of Flash, whatever, mm-hmm. October, whatever. And I said, one of the things that I found fascinating was the weekend that Daredevil dropped, every social media thing I was attached to was Daredevil, 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 the hallway scene, Charlie Cox, this and that. oh, Christopher Maloney's amazing, Oscars, Oscars, Academy Awards, and, and do they get Emmys? What do they get? This is the greatest <sighs> thing of all time. This is amazing. No, guys, don't come over to the house. We have to finish Daredevil overnight for some reason. And then it was gone. A week later, it was gone. Yeah. Seven days later, it was, oh, I finally watched Daredevil. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And most of the thread was, why did it take you so long? It's so cool. It's an amazing thing ever. Well, Stranger Things. And then a week the later, first... a week later, it was gone even more. But Flash, over the course of 20 plus episodes, over the course of like 30 weeks, because the hiatus in the middle, never got the, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. On, on, on social media. Right. But we got a lot over a much longer case of people saying, wow, this is really good. Oh, I really like this Flash episode. Oh, he's, Gary Gustin is great as Barry. Oh, I really like the dude from Law & Order. Jesse what did Martin. you say his name was? Grant like, Gustin. Yeah, it's Grant Gustin. That's what I said. I thought you said Gary. No. I don't think I said Gary. Maybe I did say Gary. I don't remember, but I thought I said Grant. In my head, I said Grant. So. <laughs> um, Kathy Ireland. Uh, <laughs> so there's a sustainability. No one knows that because that's fine. That's the whole the point. Um, the sustainability of weekly, when you're in a content business like Netflix is, that will unlikely to see Netflix as we're watching again. All of these other companies mm-hmm. pulling their product from Netflix, and the fact. They did four seasons of Voltron in something like a year. Like it right. was amazing how quickly Voltron came out. Lost in Space still doesn't have a second season. No, it's over a year. It's a year and a half now. And it was, and it's not a show that did poorly. It did very well. It was a great as far show. As you tell. And, and a lot of people are, watched there it. Are, there is a second season right. in but the works. You notice it ain't out yet. It'll be February. Stranger Things. As amazing as ever, Stranger Things, the first one comes out, oh my gosh, Stranger Things, it's the greatest thing that's ever existed in the history of things, and I love it, and I love this game, and we know the ride is crazy, and the upside down, and barb, two weeks later, it was gone. The phenomenon is so small, mm-hmm. and we've got to wait, you're now consuming a product, again, one of the things I said in the thread, when you consume a product in 48 hours, but you're then asked to wait a year, a one. year, 52 weeks mm-hmm. to get it again, we saw a drop-off with Stranger Things 2 in terms of how people reacted to it. Yeah. What we saw of the buzz, Stranger Things 2 came out, and like, oh, they're in the Ghostbusters uniforms. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then Stranger Things 3 comes out, and you catch lightning in a bottle again because apparently that season is superior to 2. It looked like the, the quality of that season had people more excited for it for a longer amount of time than 2. But it's still... As soon as you're done with anything, you, you shouldn't be... It's hard when you consume your product light years faster than it takes to get to it again. Right. If you stretch it out. Mandalorian. Mandalorian is going to give us 10 episodes. Let's say it's 10 episodes in 10 weeks. That's what it looks like. So if it's 10 episodes in 10 weeks, and Mandalorian Season 2 premieres the same second week of November of 2020, there's only 42 weeks between this season. Right. Versus 52. Move it up even. What if they do it in the spring? They give you 30 weeks between 10 and 30. One of the things, mentioned Voltron, because I 
I got into Voltron when the season three was about to drop, and I watched the first two seasons very quickly, which is very unlike me. Season three, season three finishes, and it, I, I swear it was like six weeks. Yeah. And there's season four, and then there was a longer gap between that and the final season. I think there's only five seasons. Well, we just did Titans um, a couple weeks ago when the DVD dro- or Blu-ray dropped. And that's like, you know, we watched it probably over the course of a week. And that's like, oh, really? I can't wait for season two. When's season two? I went, you're lucky, because season two is starting now, you know, in September. Although we have, if you want it, we have to buy the Disney Universe, mm-hmm. or DC Universe. So you don't buy Disney Universe. <laughs> the DC Universe, in order to, to watch it. She goes... DC Universe, it has four shows and costs you something like four times as much as Disney. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's like, yeah, how much is it to buy? Or to, you know, to get the, the streaming service. And I told her, she's like, that's not worth it. She says, even though I really want to see it now. And the nice it thing... might be worth it because you can watch Swamp Thing and... Well, that's... Doom a, Patrol. Yeah. If, if it's... Young Justice. If I'm DC, I'm also saying uh, you have a six-month minimum. Because I think you're going to see a lot of people wait till these shows build. They do their free trial. Knock out those four, you know, five seasons of two shows and go, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. And that, again, weekly helps you with that. Well, they do weekly. That's what I mean. Weekly helps you with this type of thing and saying, yes, I'm paying per month, but I'm getting getting Titans on the first week of the month. I'm getting Doom Patrol. I'm getting Swamp Thing. I'm getting Young Justice. And then I'm getting Titans. And then I'm getting... So every week you have a new show. Right. It doesn't feel as bad as, What's I just your... want to watch Titans, and I'm going to do it in a weekend, and I just paid 25 bucks for the month or whatever well, it, it is. It's, you know, the, mm. the whole, you know, Marvel, Netflix thing. Oh, I already watched Daredevil. What's next? What's next? When's, when's the next one coming up? September, but it's February. But they also, because they have... But if you would have, what, if you would have done Daredevil, say, over weekly, by the time, you know, you were done with it... Jessica Jones would have premiered the week after Daredevil. Anyway. Right. In the case of in the case of those shows specifically, you had shows that were connected, that you were able to do a season fairly quickly, not necessarily the same thing. Right. This is Marvel's movie strategy. As much as we love Avengers, and but we got to wait three years between Avengers and Age of Ultron. That's fine mm-hmm. because we've got Iron Man three, and we've got this other movie, and this other movie, and this other movie, and then we get Avengers. Because everything's kind of connected and we kind of love it, that's it. When you release Stranger Things, and there's nothing for another year and a half before Stranger Things comes back, that can diminish your engagement, interest, no, totally. whatever. The Q factor, totally. whatever, whatever buzzwords you want to use, all Expe- the lines are actually going to win. Especially if you're only getting, you know, you're getting the service for uh, mm-hmm. just a couple shows. And let's say those couple shows drop at the same why time. H- when uh, HBO Max, go, whatever the, the non-subscription one was, that you didn't have to have a cable subscription for it, isn't that expensive? Because that's now. what people were doing. HBO Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they waited, in, in, HBO's, in HBO's defense also, they waited until a point where you've got, you've got all the old classics, you've got the uh, uh, Sopranos, you got Six mm-hmm, Thunder, mm-hmm. you got all these other, and Game of Thrones, of course, which... They got to the point where they're like, people are going to buy this just for Game of Thrones. And hopefully, when they're done binging five, six seasons of Game of Thrones, well, everyone talked about The Sopranos. I should probably watch that. Yeah. Everyone talked about you know this. Everyone talked about that. Yeah. 
the wire each What's well, like uh, Sebastian was saying Oz was is you know there's going to be some people who just love to binge watch stuff and now they're going to have to basically just wait till the series is done to binge it all in a weekend. Well, I think what's going to end up happening is those people are going to realize they can't do that without it getting ruined. Oh, One of yeah. the things that I love with Weekly, and I mentioned this again in the midweek show, to the Mandalorian, was not having stuff ruined. If you, In a social media age, if you're not a binger, you're screwed. Yeah. It, whether, whether you physically don't have time to watch it, or in my case where I'm not going to sit and watch six hours in a row of the same show, more than likely. Unless it's like the Simpsons Voltron. for some reason. Voltron was close. Voltron was close. But again, half hour shows and they were like maybe eight to nine episodes in a thing. It wasn't that long. Mm. But um Well speaking of Netflix, Tolkien or uh the they're going you know, we, we talked about before the Lord of the Rings. Let me finish my point. Oh sorry. Your point was I thought you had your point. The weekly you... the weekly thing if you're not a binger, when the binges drops and you're not a binger, you're behind the curve and you get everything ruined. The flip side is when they start showing some things weekly. If you're the if you're a binge watcher, and you're a Star Wars fan, you're not waiting until week ten to watch The Mandalorian, right? Because, as I said, it'll be when we completely did the thing, ruined. It'll be ruined, and I love the fact that it's weekly because then I can consume them at my pace, rather than someone six hours in going, "Oh my God, Boba Fett shows up in number six. Mm-hmm. and it ends up, you know. My phone decides, news for you, Boba Fett appears in the sixth episode. Not only that, Mandalorian. It'll, it'll give you a Star Wars fix all the way up until yeah. episode nine. So, J.R.R. Tolkien's final book was published just within the last year, I think. Just recently, this is starting to make no, news. <clears throat> um, I think it's released like this week. Is it, it comes out, yeah. And not um, the first time that his son has finished his book either. No, it's not. So it's the fall of uh, was it uh, Gondolin? Yes, fall of Gondolin. It's a uh, it's a vast and fitting look at Middle Earth. Um, the reason I bring this up because you've never been one to read the books. You've seen correct? the size of those things. Yes, and they were written like. The 1914. Because <laughs> I've read The Hobbit. And I've read most of Lord of the Rings, I think. There's three books. Did you read them? Did you finish all the two of them? I'm thinking I got like through halfway through two towers. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> the reason I bring it up is, is I know you are... The reason I brought it up is that Tolkien's been dead for 43 years <laughs> well, and that's he got the a final thing. book out. And George R. R. Martin can't be bothered to finish his, his epic tome that he's never going to do. That's the, that's the only reason this story existing cracks me up. Is the idea that 43 years after he's dead... J.R. Tolkien has had more books published after his death than he did while he was alive. And yet, George R. R. Martin, when asked, like, are you going to finish Game of Thrones? Hold on, I'm starting a new series also! Pizza's coming, I swear, but first, nudity. So, Christopher, Tolkien's son, mm-hmm. has spent the, last, uh, the, spent the past decades pouring through the stories and scraps left by his father when he died, and has been piecing these together to release to the public. Cimmerillion is an entire series that was pieced together by notes that were left by the senior Tolkien that Christopher put together. Correct. 
Um, a really amazing piece of work of what he did. And the books are, they do have huge gaps in them because in places that, where he really didn't have anything. Yeah. He didn't just write passages in the middle of it. He just was kind of like, apparently this this book is two different stories. And the second story is, is a lot of it is just basically info dumps. Yeah. Stuff that he saw in notes, but didn't, didn't necessarily put... Um, didn't necessarily put the the prose within there you know he when prose was written or things that were first drafts and type he rewrote but some of these big pieces are there so it's an interesting experience to try and go through these books and it gives peter jackson a whole other set of children <laughs> yeah but then it's going to be like 45 books no or 45 movies because man i'm what i watched fellowship last week and all the other things that i wanted to watch all the new stuff i wanted to watch and I decided to do fellowship, the first to, I did what a part each night, and I'll probably start two towers tonight. The, uh, the special? Or oh the, no, there, there the are extended? no other editions. There are no. Yeah. It, it, it's extended. Yeah. It's not even extended. That's the film, because it fits so well. Oh, it's it does. really. It's when you, you I've I've watched fellowship once. After watching the extended, it's weird, and you realize how much of it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Not necessarily makes sense. It makes sense in terms of a story-wise, but because you forget gaps. that in the original, they never have the they don't have the moments when Galadriel gives them the gifts. Correct. So you're watching it, and they're in the forest, and then they're in the boat, and they all have cloaks. And it's all the voiceover and, with the the items and stuff. And no, it's not even the voiceover with the items. You don't see any of it. Well, the cloaks. The only one that you see, I think, the only one that you saw in the original cut was Gimli. Because you don't remember, you don't know how, when I saw it, the first time I saw Two Towers, had no idea what the rope was. You don't find out until you get the extended edition that he gives, that she gives. No, but I was thinking about the, uh, about uh, uh, Frodo's gift. Frodo's gift is, they only show two of them. If I remember right, it's it's the cloaks. And the light. The light. And then Gimli, because Gimli's is in a flashback when he's already in the boat. Because Gimli because asked for for a secret for he has a lock of her hair, and she gave me three. Right. Because uh, as they're in the boat, he starts talking of he starts saying, "I should never call anything fair again." Right. For there is nothing that can compare to the fair of the, the Lady of the Light. And Legolas asks him, "What did you ask for?" And he because in the scene where they're all being handed stuff. She looks at him like, what could you ask for? And he says, no, yes. I, I can't. There's, there's nothing I could ask for you but to look on your face one more time. And it says, well, there is one thing. So you can dump all that out. Right. And in the flashback, it's just, what did you ask her? I asked her for a lock of her hair, and she gave me three. Um, so you don't, you, don't, you don't realize that that's how Mary and Pippin get the daggers. Mm-hmm. Um, the dagger that – the new dagger that Aragorn has – Showed up from nowhere. Right. Legolas has a new bow. Yep. Doesn't show up for anywhere. You don't get any of that until you see the extended edition. I saw it, the extended edition was released just before Two Towers because it took a year until they were released right. on DVD. So I had seen Two Towers and then I watched the extended edition. I'm like, oh, that's the rope he uses in the beginning of Two Towers. At the time, because the theatrical edition never had those all those pieces held out, because he says something about, you know, he gets to the bottom of the, of the rocks and, and he just it. hits it and it's like, Elven Rope is awesome. Um, the Lambus bread part was in it because that's hilarious. Yeah. One bite could fill a grown man's stomach for four days. How many did you eat? Four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna. I was just gonna say about the the. the but as I'm watching the, the the fellowship and remembering, and I just realize, 
I've never seen any of the Hobbit films after the first time I saw them. <coughs> so have you seen the extended Hobbit films? It's just amazing that like I have no interest in those films for as much as I love Lord of the Rings. It's but so you're different. you're excited for the, the the Netflix series or the the Amazon series, right? Yeah, I'm, I think I'm more worried about it than excited by it. We'll see. Once I when we get a trailer or a preview and I see the production value because that's the production value of Lord of the Rings is insane. Yeah. When you see oh, the yeah. behind the scenes stuff and they're like we made the inside of the skirts of the tunics in Rohan mm-hmm. are all handcrafted and they said why is that you don't even see this on screen and they said no but you do to the actors. Right. Like that's what made you feel the chainmail, although it's made of plastic, but it's still like you've got to wear the whole thing because that was all part of the performance and everything like that. Yeah, it's amazing stuff, and hopefully the the series will live up to it. But so the book, it's a book. Are you? Is it something you might pick up? I'd have to read the rest of them first. There's so much material that's out there. Oh, totally. At some point, and I've always said like I'm a Lord of the Rings film fan. I know people who are huge Lord of the Rings fans, and I never miss. I never want to misrepresent myself to be like, oh, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. I'm not because I've never read the books. Right. Same with Harry Potter. I have all the books now. I bought them at Target, those new editions that are kind of cool because mm-hmm. I've always wanted to read them. But for me, I was just like, Harry Potter stuff for me is the films. That's all I've ever seen. Right. Oh, the books are so, there's so much more and so different in the books. Especially well, when. Yeah, the last two books are, the last two books are actually registered as lethal weapons in the state of California because they're so <laughs> big. Well, I was going to say, when you get to Half Blood Prince, there's so much of that book that didn't make it into the movie yeah when you find out it's full they just use a full blood print so <laughs> that's why they that was one everybody was so upset when half blood prince came out that they didn't cover a lot of the key stuff that was in that book that's one reason why they took death is hollows and how much bigger uh, broke it into two well it's also the fact that if you're going to finish it i think they really it's got to have everything in it because it's just, even even with the films there were way too many final things that they had to do yeah. in order to get to the end there. Well, it's like, you know, you get in there and you start reading, you know, the first book and Harry's eyes are green in the book. You're like, his eyes aren't green. It's also the scars right in the middle of his face. <laughs> um, it is weird to always go, it's always weird to go back and watch that type of stuff when you know where you're going. It's like watching Fellowship and, and they're just like, oh, we're just going to walk into Mordor and drop the ring. I'm like, buddy, you got like another 12 hours yeah. and it's going to get bad. Because <laughs> honestly, Sam should push you. Well, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy there's been so many different editions put out, and and <clears throat> so many of them that are changed. Even the movie is completely different from the books. That they said, you know, I think they asked one time, "What is the definitive one?" And he's, you know, they're like, "There isn't one." It's Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It's whatever it's you choose. Six different be. DVD releases. Yeah, it's whichever one you like the best is the definitive one for you. Or Blade Runner, Blade Runners too. Yeah. Blade Runner is like, which one is it? And the, even the director says the director's cut is not the definitive edition. <laughs> I was like, no, the director's cut isn't the one. It's the original one. Like, what? Yeah. It's literally a director's cut. Yeah, Douglas Adams said before he died, he's like, you know, whatever you whatever you want it to be is yours. He was probably like, it's just a book. Stop obsessing over it, you idiots. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> just, just read it. Although I'm up. super excited because I think Netflix or Amazon is supposed to be doing the, uh, doing the Hitchhiker's Guide. The definitive Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. This is Which, the one where we make a whole bunch of stuff up. Well, no, this is one where they take all six books of the Hitchhiker's Guide and they put it in. 
So there's so much. Oh, it's gonna be so. Good. Yeah, just like they did with all those uh, those C.S. Lewis one movies. They got all of them <laughs> done, knocked them all out. Yeah, they got the last one and Disney because Disney had it at first. Disney had the line. I mean, they only one. did the third one. It wasn't the third one like straight to video or something. No, it, it was the third one. They sold the rights to somebody else, and they did one, lost money on it, and didn't make another one. Um, those people that were in it. So uh, this week we found out that our favorite—I was going to say spy from the World War Two, Sharon Carter. Your spy, Mister Lee. <laughs> I don't even remember what that movie's from. I just remember that commercial and my mother. This is a, every time I'm, you're a spy, Mr. Leland. It was the worst. It's a. Uh, is it Michelle Pfeiffer? No. Oh, I can't remember who it is. But I couldn't tell you what the movie is either. Just a, you're a spy, Mr. Leland. And that's all I could. So when I was like, she's a spy. Like, you're a spy, Mr. Leland. So I was trying to do something where it was connecting Haley Atwell's character from Captain America to her new. Anyway, so Haley Atwell is, put out a tweet that she was going to be in a spy movie. And everybody immediately thought... Oh, no. Christopher, Christopher McQuarrie put out the tweet. Was it? Okay. McQuarrie put out the, te- the tweet with the her teat? picture. The teat. Put out his teat? Let me tell you. <laughs> um, put out a tweet with the envelope for the IMF package. Yes. And on top of it was Haley Atwell's picture. And says, says, do you accept this mission? And she said, although I'm not one for following orders, I accept. And she will be in the next... Right, but everybody—I thought everybody at first thought she was going to be in Bond. No, no, that was just me. Everyone, <laughs> no, what people, what people have been saying is, Mission Impossible succeeded where Bond failed. And yes, that Bond did not hire Haley Atwell to play in the series. And the funny thing is, there is a in, in the novel for Moonraker, the cover to the novel, the woman in it who's not in the film at all. I think there's two Bond girls in the book. Uh-huh. Looks exactly like Haley Atwell. <laughs> like he was looking at her like, holy crap! They, they, they did. So she is doing the next new Mission Impossible films, which is awesome. Which whatever, is the, whatever gets us more Haley Atwell in our world is there. It's the last one, isn't it? They're doing two back to back. Are they? Yeah. Because Tom Cruise is insane. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to do, you know, he what is it? Each time he does a more dramatic stunt that, yeah. Yeah, he did the mountain. He, he has to break building. two ankles this time, jumping onto the side of a building. I love the fact they use that. That's the take that's in the film. Yeah. Um, those, as we were talking about the thing, if you take out two, because two's weird, mm-hmm. you'd be hard pressed to find a film series that retains its quality as well as Mission Impossible. Right. Especially four, five, and six now. I think there's been six. Those protocols, the fourth one. I'm gonna have to look it up. Um, I'm pretty sure there's six of them already. Even more it says than the Bourne movies. Yes, because the Bourne movies have that weird Jason Bourne or that weird uh, Jeremy Renner one in the right. middle, which is supposed to be a trilogy. Yeah, and then everyone's like, "I like that film, except there's no Matt Damon <laughs> in it." And so they're like, "Hey, let's do another one with Matt Damon, which is just called Jason Bourne." Right. And everyone literally forgot happened. Yeah. I said that to somebody who said they loved Bourne and forgot that movie existed. 
Because uh, what's her face from Tomb Raider's in it? Yes, she is. She's the she's the kind of weird agent that helps him and then doesn't or whatever. So I just it was, it's funny that the Bourne stuff is Bourne's really good too, but it's I think in terms of variety and quality that the Mission Impossible films feel different enough. Yeah. Where all three Bourne films are the same film. Well, here's one thing about the Mission Impossible films is they've. They're impossible. The first one was like, what, 2000, 2001 or something? Yeah, it's a Brian De Palma film, too. Yeah. Like, they've been spread out over well, yeah, 20 years almost. Yeah, the first three almost. took a while, and then after three, there was a, la- there was a, the, a lull. Yep. Um, and then Cruz did four, which is one of my favorite. That movie's awesome. Yeah. The, the, all the stuff in Dubai. It's like, I want to make a movie. Why? Because I want to hang on the side of a building with suction cups. <laughs> okay, like on a set? No, I want to really hang on the side. Like one of the tallest buildings in we've the world. We've got all the cranes, we've got all these wires and stuff. No. What? Who's insuring this film? Nobody. I'm the executive producer. Yeah! Literally on the side of an airplane. The Church of Scientology will Literally, look, the Scientology stuff is all BS, and I it kills me that he's into that because... There are very few people that I think as actors and entertainers, you should respect more than Tom Cruise. Yet, every movie you watch, you're not watching him play something. You're watching Tom Cruise play. Um, I would say no because of uh, Tropic Thunder. That's the only one. Eyes Wide Shut. Still Tom Cruise. The thing is, is now Tom Cruise has made himself... Yes, Lately, you keep watching him play Ethan Hunt. Oh, Whether totally. he's fighting the mummy, or he's fighting Superman, or he's fighting whatever. It, it, he's doing those type of roles now, yes. But you have that lull in the middle where he did Magnolia. He did uh, Eyes Wide Shut. What the hell was that? Apparently, Arabelle likes Magnolia. Okay. Um, Eyes Wide Shut, and then you get into Tropic Thunder later and other pieces. He has a diversity of roles. Um, but even when you look back at look, Top either, Gun, hmm? when you look back at Top Gun, it's still... Well, yeah, no, everything after that is super homoerotic, but... Uh, <laughs> the fact that it was just... When you're watching Tom Cruise on film, there's certain actors when you're watching them on film, that's all you see is them. Jake Gyllenhaal Yeah, but you also got to understand that they, they, were given, just wa- they gave Jack Nicholson an Oscar for that. About Schmidt is Jack Nicholson playing Jack Nicholson, and they're like, here's an Oscar. Yeah, but... Jack Nicholson has played Jack Nicholson for all of the last 10 years of his roles. He just played Jack Nicholson. A few good men. He's still Jack Nicholson. Uh, Yeah. I'm angry and I'm mad at being old and you can't handle it. Ah, It's Jack Nicholson. He plays the same role over and over again. See how I brought that back to Tom Cruise? Because A Few Good Men was with Tom Cruise. There you go. That's not... That's not Ethan Hawke to me. Um... Yeah, I knew you, I knew that you. As soon as I saw the Haley Atwell thing, I knew that you would be overly, overly excited, like through the moon excited. Fallout, Rogue Nation. So, uh, yeah, there's been six of them. There's Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible Two. So, Mission Impossible is 1996. Oh my gosh! Was Mission it that Impossible old? Two is 2000. Four years. Mission Impossible Three is 2006. Ooh. Six years between two and three. Directed by J.J. Abrams. Mission Impossible 4 is Ghost Protocol. That's 2011. That's another five years. 
in between brought Jeremy Renner in because you know he was too busy right. with Treadstone or whatever. And he was like, oh, I can get out. I can get out. Brad Bird. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Um, and then Rogue Nation is 2015. That's four years in between. Mission Impossible Fallout is 2018. Three years in between. So the shortest amount in between. Twenty three years. The last this two. film has been going. This this film franchise has been going on. Yeah, and I think I think Macquarie did the last two. He did Rogue Nation. Wow. Yeah, Macquarie, Macquarie did Rogue Nation and and Fallout. So the last, so if they're doing two back to back, there's a chance that the last film will be twenty or the, the last film that they're they're slated right now will be twenty five years from the first film. And Tom Cruise doesn't look like he's aged 16. at all. Yeah, because you'll probably it's twenty three years right more. now. Because we won't see the next one. I don't think is due. Mission Impossible Seven isn't due until twenty twenty one. Which is that's twenty five years there. Yeah. So your final film will be more than twenty five years. Ooh. And to not and to not have a break for more than six years. Yeah. Between two thousand and two thousand six. So, Protocol was Pro, Protocol was the sixth one, right? Ghost Protocol is the fourth one. Protocol is four, Rogue Nation is five, Fallout is six. Fallout was the one that came out last year with Henry Cavill. Right. That film is awesome. And Henry Cavill in that movie is so freaking good. Yeah. Protocol is the one with Dubai. Yes. Ghost Protocol is... uh, So 20 years after he did the first one, he's hanging from a building. Yep. Tom Cruise, Jeremy Renner, Simon Pegg, Paula Patton. It's the first time I ever knew who the heck she was. Uh, and then a bunch of other people, you know, Lisa Sadow was in it, or Leah Sadow. Josh Holloway's in that film for all of five minutes. Um, and one of the fun things that I've noticed, and I especially noticed it last year with uh, Fallout, the trailer doesn't tell you anything about what the movie is. No, was. that's the good thing. When I went to see Fallout, I'm like, oh, this is the plot. I just realized, as I'm going through the movie going, I didn't know what the plot was. Yeah. I didn't know who Henry Cavill's character was. They did a great job of. I mean, it was, it was awesome. That all of them, the, the action in it, the stunts in it, mm-hmm. it's, it never, and it never got to the silliness of Bond. You know, the the Roger Moore, and especially oh yeah. it's the end of the Pierce Brosnan era where everything is just stupid. The Timothy Dalton stuff, yeah. Yeah, the technology there is believable, even though it's not exact. Yeah. Um. You know, we don't. You can't just print somebody's face in a in a briefcase, but we have three D printers now. Maybe we could get you. Know, you believe that if enough money, maybe we could get to the point where we could print latex in a briefcase and stuff like that. And so, I'm I'm excited to see what's next. I've looked forward to all of them. It's sort of the, it's the films that like they're not your favorites, but they're also ones that are up there. Yeah, they're like I I want to see all these again, except for two, when they duel with motorcycles. Every time, every time I see that Simpsons with John Goodman, where he's a biker gang leader and he steals Marge, yeah, and Homer goes to get her back, and they they go off their bikes and they pick them up by the back, right, and they duel with each other. Every time I see it, all I can think of is it's MI two. <laughs> I forgot about that. They MI two is a super a super important film to another franchise. What franchise? X-Men. Doug Ray Scott got hurt on Mission Impossible 2, and that's why he didn't play Wolverine. Oh, yeah. 
Doug yeah. Scott was supposed to play Wolverine, and he could not make the start date because he got hurt in MI2, and they had to move the production back until he got better. Yeah. And they said, we can't wait that long, and so they hired Hugh Jackman. And the rest is history. Yep. Hugh Jackman sends Doug Ray Scott a letter all the time. Is the Mission, Mission Impossible is Paramount? Yes. Yeah. You'd think those all be on the Paramount Network like over and over again. I know, right? Paramount Network has crap. They're playing some crappy thing the other day. Like, why do you have this? Why are you showing? I love independent film channel that shows two and a half men. Yeah. What's independent <laughs> know, right? about this? I know. Made by a huge studio by a guy who has three major hits and it stars Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And then it's like up in smoke and then it's... A, why is it called IFC? It just doesn't make any sense. There's no independent films on it. It hasn't anymore. been I, yeah, independent for years. Well, I mentioned um, when it didn't have commercials. like MTV. So, we said goodbye to Tony Stark in Endgame and Spider-Man Far From Home. But it's not the last time it looks like we're going to be seeing Tony Stark in the MCU. Beep, beep, beep. Honey, what's that outside? That's a dump truck. What's in it? Money. So, apparently... With all of the other Disney Plus series as we've been getting, we've been hearing, hearing about, hurting about, we, that we've heard about, apparently series is, is a word. Series, series, series is it's already plural. Series. It's one of those weird world yeah. that weird weird, weird <laughs> yeah. Take two. One of those weird words that's both singular and plural, because the singular is about a plural subject. Right. So, anyways, with all the series, like, shut up with English. We've been getting with with Marvel on the uh, Disney Plus streaming app. Apparently, we're getting one more. What if Bucky and Falcon is literally just? What if the first episode is just Bucky in getting his hair cut? Yeah, getting it in a barber's <laughs> chair. I can't wait till that series comes out. You like it, and you cut your hair. I'm done. I'm not gonna cut my hair just because of the. Uh, but you'll keep your hair just because you have like, Hashtag not my Bucky. <laughs> hashtag I remember when you were like 10 hours late for a comic books one Wednesday because you pouted in front of a, in front of a barber shop. Bethy <laughs> had to trick you to go to the barber shop and you get there. Like, why were you so late? So he literally was like crying in the car. And we'll get in there. And we'll get my hair good. Yeah. So anyways. We got to get him blackout truck and just buzz that. <laughs> Right down the middle. Reverse Mohawk. Yes. Oh my God. Let's do it right now. Hell truck. You know you want it. Come on. You want to pretend to be one of the cool kids? Oh, Beth would kill you. No, she wouldn't. Oh yes, she would. She would love it. She'd be like so awesome just to watch you get. Arabella will definitely kill you. Arabella's too. She doesn't care. She's too disaffected. Uh. So, anyways, it looks like they are going to go ahead with the Ironheart storyline from the comic books. Where? Where? That's the thing. I, I keep hearing know. this, and I was just like, nobody said anything about Ironheart. Not Marvel has. There's. It's not on any docket. It's not on any rumor. But when they said, "Oh, we're gonna get Tony Stark back," that's just, everybody just sort of jumped to that because they said that he was coming back as an I, like, like an AI type character. Who? The article this came. Right. <laughs> so random article on the internet. Wasn't a random. That's article. what I mean. It, all of this seems to be conjecture off of rant. him. It's the same thing of what we were talking about with Cursed Child. They yeah. bought the rights, and everyone's like, "They're making a movie." That's not what they said. We're ma- we're making conjecture, but we're we're presenting it as conjecture, right? 
I keep reading people presenting as fact they're going to make Ironheart and he's going to be the AI. There's nothing from Marvel Films or Disney Plus or Disney or Marvel All or anything else. All that was said else. was that, uh, that he would be returning as Tony Stark. He could do that in WandaVision. Yeah. He could do that in Bucky and the Falcon, the interlude where he sees old man Cap walking down the street and going, wait, hold on. <laughs> okay yeah so Loki? I mean, it could be Loki. Loki that's where I thought it, it could be if they don't do Ironheart it just seems like with all the other stuff where they are you know like the the Hawkeye there's so much chewing on this episode I'm I know so with all the Hawkeye and all the other stuff where they're seeming to try to get to the young Avengers or younger Avengers you know or younger Marvel characters it seems logical that you would a do movie this. series with legacy characters makes sense because of actors aging out. DC tried to do this in their actual comic books. It was like one of the smartest things they ever did, and then they're like, "Eh, the hell with it." Where they kept the Flash, but it was Wally instead of Barry. Right. They kept Green Arrow, it was Connor instead of Ollie. It was Green Lantern, it was Kyle instead of instead of Hal. And then reversed it twenty years later, where Jeff Johns just came in and like, "Eh, I like the other characters better." Yeah. In a movie series where you have real life going on at the same time you have a limited time of chris evans being able to play captain america in a way that you want to see captain america tony stark playing iron man in a way that you want to see him play iron man legacy characters that people would care about makes sense mm -hmm. makes total sense to have a hawkeye that's his daughter or scott's daughter or whoever you want to choose because jeremy renner is too busy doing commercials for ford or whatever and singing in a bar in the middle of nowhere Cute. he's not going to do he's not going to do hawkeye anymore Right. And I guarantee you, Homegirl is a lot cheaper than Jeremy Renner. Oh, yeah. So we're going to make a Hawkeye film that's still going to make a decent amount of money. We're going to have this badass chick shooting arrows into gangsters and stuff. And we don't have to pay Jeremy Renner $15 million to do it. So it makes sense to do Riri or whatever. We always The, the, the thing that I was always afraid of is that they would use the, um, the terrible Marvel story in which Tony picks his teenage self out of the past to become uh, to become Iron Man, I'm like well, that's what it's going to be. Some kid's going to play young Tony Stark. Well, there is rumor Drink. that that uh, Haley, the character Haley, could be young Tony Stark. Or could, they no, had that all me. the way from three. And I'm sorry, but you see that funeral scene, you're like that kid's never going to be on the screen again. He's just so <laughs> weird looking. There, there's also talk that he cry was Kang. His divorcing parents. Why are what? Why does every first Jurassic Park movie have to deal with divorce? I don't understand that. Like it really doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It seems to be the only way to get people to the island. But it's like... What was that? What grandpa? It's the only way to get people to the island. Get kids to the island. Like, don't you think John Hammond would have invited his grandkids to come out anyway? You think? It has nothing to do with the divorce. Yeah. The same thing here. Like, Auntie Cool can't be like, Hey, I want to bring the kids out. And then have some weird scene in the middle where they're in the <laughs> middle of lawyering and she calls him... I lost your kids. There's a gigantic genetically modified super dinosaur trying to kill him, I think. Everything's fine. Everything's fine here. How are you? Click. Mom and dad are getting a divorce. How do you feel? Don't worry, I'm There's not leaving you. There's a big dinosaur yes, chasing you. Are. You're leaving me to go to college. Yeah, but I'm not leaving. Makes no sense. And then it's dropped. And the fact that he's autistic never comes up again. Yep. It's like they went backwards and went, well, we just want the scene where he counts the dinosaurs. Like, that's a big deal to him. Why is it a big deal to him? Because he's 
you know, semi-retarded. <laughs> so he can count we the number of people. do not contain the word <laughs> retarded. He said semi. <laughs> Hashtag no homo. Um, I want to put that in there. But it's just like both of the first entries in their two series have to deal with divorce. So anyways, we're going to get on to the Joker getting an eight-minute standing ovation at Sundance. You want to talk about retarded. <laughs> No, we don't want to talk about it. Jane Moore is so disappointed in me right now. <laughs> oh. So anyways, the Joker got an eight-minute standing ovation at Sundance. Or one of those. So did every other film at Sundance, apparently. According to the internet, every movie that ever appeared. The I think trailer. that's just the normal, though. You know, like... But we, why is it you, always eight minutes? You after you end the movie, you just stand for eight I'm minutes. I'm so glad it's over. Exactly. Oh yay! Could you imagine if Congress stood up for eight minutes every time the president said something? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, watch it all the time. State of the Union would be like four days. <laughs> this is the greatest union. But you got clapped by Trump. You got clapped by a weird seal. <laughs> it was like his hands are four feet in front of him. That's because they're so small. Yeah, like I clap like this. I don't. It's like a T Rex clapping. Arr. It's perspective, so he's getting closer to the camera to make it look like his hands are bigger. No, he it makes his hands look bigger because he draws extensions on it with a sharpie, <laughs> and then literally, apparently, tells the National Weather Service you're not allowed to contradict. What the hell is going on? <laughs> what the hell Everyone is wonders, that? like, why is entertainment so popular right now? Why? Do, because. We can't deal with the reality of a president who literally drinks a marker and goes, look, it's over Alabama. Because I tweeted, Alabama's safe from Dorian. No, Even not though it was supposed to be there. Or Alabama's going to be wiped off the map. Newsflash, nobody cares. And then it's like, look at, look at, my, look at my chart. It's totally there. It's a Sharpie. <laughs> I know. Everything else is like a red line, and it's got dots in it, and it was it's definitely like printed out on the computer. And then Homeboy just writes a Sharpie on the other side. And you're wondering why people think we can redo Last Jedi? You have the President of the United States drawing on a map with a Sharpie. I'm pretty sure everyone's like, just remake it for $4 with a Sharpie and make sure Luke Skywalker has a big lightsaber penis. Yeah! So anyways, Joker. The meteor can't come here fast enough. <laughs> we should go find it and redirect it. Just grab it with We a thought for years that everything would be Armageddon where we'd launch spacecraft into space to blow up a meteor. No. We're going to have some people crowdfund a spacecraft to go into space, move Haley, Haley's Comet a couple of feet over so that it hits the Earth. We're done. We don't need, we don't need this anymore. Sharp. So, so the, the Joker <laughs> uses a Sharpie. Oh god, there's the title. Jesus is a sharp. The standing minute ovation. The standing look, minute. Look at, no, look at it again. It's just stick figures. The and there's a little counter on the bottom that just says 800. <laughs> and then now we're going to wrap things up. The Joker got a trailer. Everyone fell in love with it. Apparently everyone's going great. And now we have incels that are going to use this movie as motivation as to why... One of the best tweets I saw, and I cannot remember who it was, and I'm sorry, I can't. Is the only thing to do sarcastically. I, I'm so looking forward to next con season where everyone's dressed up as Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker character and uses that as an excuse to act quote unquote in character. Oh yeah, for a terrible person. I just I I know I'm in the minority. I just don't really care. It just I I hate these types of films really. I like. 
I don't need the Hitler story in which we find out Hitler was a good guy. Right. He was a good person. He really thought the Jews were going to mess everybody up. So, you know what? Let's forgive him. Yeah. He thought he was doing the right thing. And I tell you, the first five minutes, or the first five, the first, yeah, five minutes of that Joker trailer, boy, it looks racist. Because <laughs> all the people that bully him are black. <laughs> like, man, if they just, this is, this is just put it right. I bet you African Americans and women make him feel really, really bad. Well, that movie is going to, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so obvious. The Joker. People of other colors the, and females are out to get us. The Joker and I are like best friends. Um, he can come to the White House. Nobody else again. <laughs> well, you know, how, I mean, how messed up is the, the scene with the shrink? The shrink's like, I can't see anymore. You're just too messed up for me. He's like, but, you know, you haven't done anything for me. That's what I pay you for, to see me. The last thing a therapist is ever going to do is make you get better. <laughs> yeah, because then they're out of work. It's an old... Uh... Uh, old, it was uh, Bert Kreischer. He said that's what his dad told him about therapy. <laughs> the last thing a therapist is ever going to do is make you feel better. I held that take for the longest time with Moorpark College, which is a, a, a commuter college here, a junior college. And it was so difficult for Moorpark uh, counselors to figure out how white chocolate and I could transfer it to CSUN. We got so much <laughs> weird information all over the place. And then one day, we walk into the cafeteria on campus at Moorpark, and there's you know, a table, and it's CSUN, and we want you to come to our school. We, we walk over, and I literally ask, we want to go to your college, and we don't know how. And the wonderful woman on the other side said, fill out this, fill out this, come here, bring 50 bucks for a transcript fee, and uh, what date do you want to come? Can we come on a Friday? Yeah, here's your time, here's your time. That took, f- that took 360 <laughs> seconds. And I said... It took eight why, minutes of a standing over. Yeah, it was eight minutes. Of, I said, why, why, why don't they do that here? And paraphrasing what she said, it basically was, they have no motivation for you to leave. Right. We were already a year behind. We were in our fifth semester instead of two years, but we were at two and a half years. And so it was very, you know, I was just like, well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. There's no reason the junior college really wants you to transfer. Right. Because you stop paying the money. It's the same thing. Therapists, therapists never want you to really get better. You come in like, you know what? I'm fine. I'm done. Um, how bad did you want to have sex with your mom? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll be here next week. <laughs> how hard was it for you to take that Sharpie and draw that extra circle? <laughs> Very easy because I didn't do it. It was fine. It's exactly what it looked like. Because, you know, the weather service uses Sharpies. It has, the, did you see the picture he did? Because it had the white circle that, you know, showed the, the cone where mm-hmm. it was going to land. And then on top of it, it looked like somebody tried to draw an extra, piece, you know, ice cream scoop on top of it. <laughs> like, there, this little bit. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. So anyways, we're going to wrap things up. Make sure you check us Are out we? on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. Russ on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And on Instagram as Nerdables. So, for Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying, we'll talk to you next week. We really need more people. On the show or listening? Both. (laughs) She said yes. On the show or listening? Yes. Yes. (laughs) So, 